What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords. What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords, and I'm Merlin. On tonight's episode, we have a upcoming hip-hop artist, producer, and audio engineer all the way from Albany, New York. So why don't you tell us, who is the odd one? Yeah, so um, I'm a uh, hip-hop artist and producer from Albany, New York, um, Albany area. And um, I like to focus on like the more like poetic, uh, more uh, side. Okay, and I love that. And I was actually, I see what you mean by the vulnerable side of hip-hop, and I'm excited to talk about that even more. But why don't you tell me more about yourself? Like being from Albany, New York, like what made you create the name The Odd One? Yeah, so I mean, um, just kind of like growing up, um, I always kind of like felt I was in like the year of doubts, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I just kind of like, it just kind of like embodies like itself, like growing up through my location every day. Got you. And I mean, I'm guessing like, maybe ever since you were a kid or why didn't you tell me like how long have you really um enjoyed hip-hop yeah so hip-hop specifically i mean i got into it like pretty young like not too deep into it but um i ended up getting like from an older cousin uh the martial matters lp and it was like explicit and i was like way too young to have it i was like eight or nine years old <laughs> like, again, i was super like interested in hip-hop i wasn't like the main genre i listened to growing up i was more into like you know metal hardcore you know everything you know i kind of like got like really into hip-hop when you started making the music got you and so i mean shout out to your cousin for introducing you to hip-hop <laughs> but i mean you saying that you were inspired i mean you listen to not just hip-hop but like different genres i feel like that reflects onto your music as well but I was just like reading that you really got started in 2012. So, I mean, what made you want to take that first step? Like what you were already listening to the music that you were listening to. But what made you think like I could have a career in music? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. I mean, back then, I probably was wanting it to be a career more than I am now. But, uh, you know, I just kind of like uh, was getting into the local music scene. I had a couple bands I was in at the base as well. Um, so, you know, I just kind of got tired of having to, you know, rely on others. I kind of just wanted to see like what I could come up with. It was just me, you know, making the music, the great lyrics, learning, doing all that. And uh, the pop was just kind of like moving on now, or like one person to undertake themselves, you know? Definitely. And, like you mentioned, um, you played bass. So were you just like honing up on those skills, like perfecting it along the way before you actually started your music career? Yeah, I mean, basically, like I picked up the bass guitar when I was like 13, 14 years old, you know, and that other musicians in high school, you know, four bands, you know, so I was kind of like protecting my crafts, you know, all the way through, like, I don't know, I was probably like, 21, 22 years old, when I like some really like going full, like a dead pop. Um, but I kind of regrettably put my bass down for a while. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I ended up picking it back up. So, I mean, you know, but that's just kind of uh, how I got, you know, going in that direction. No, I mean, I 
don't play bass. Um, but I can only imagine like being in band, like learning those instruments, learning piano, like it kind of helps you because because you are also a producer and an audio engineer, right? Like you find the right melodies that kind of blend together perfectly in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always like thought that it kind of gave like a different um kind of like approach to it. You know, because I was used to like making like you know in hardcore bands, stuff like that, like, you know, compared mm-hmm. to metal. So I was kind of like when I first started, I was all kind of like, how am I gonna take these skills and apply them to something that I've never done before? Right. It's kind of took like, you know, a lot of trial and error, like a ton of songs that are not being deleted, you know. Um, but you know, I eventually kind of found like my little niche or whatever you want to call it. You know, just kind of was like, okay, I'm satisfied with the music I'm making. I like it myself. So that's really, you know, all I need to keep going, you know? No, absolutely. And I mean, becoming, no, were you becoming a hip hop artist first or were you like working on like the producer side and the audio engineering side first before even creating lyrics? Yeah. So, I mean, I was kind of just doing the hybrid like producer rapid thing starting out uh i had like a good friend who did audio in the area he came and just took me under his wing and taught me everything he knew you know he used to mix through like master my projects you know now i do most of that myself um but uh yeah so i just kind of started out making music and i just found during the um, audio engineering process, there's more opportunity to like put creativity into it. You know, like I'll add some delay here, I want to put reverb on this, make the transition cool. Like, so I just kind of like, I just like doing everything on it that way, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. That makes sense. And I, I wanted to ask just because as someone who doesn't really know too much about the audio engineering side, um, especially for me, like I always hear more about producers. But um, I think I've only asked this question another time, speaking to an audio engineer, but what, how would you describe the two? Um, like, they're not the same. So how would you describe it? Yeah, it's, it's all kind of like, I would call it like, remember, like I said, it's more like art, you know, like people like what they like, you know, about what sounds, um, you know, on the engineering side, it's kind of like the math or it almost. You know, like there's things that like sound good or bad in the audio engineering realm. You know, it's where like music itself, it could sound good for someone. You know, someone else might not like what it sounds like, but uh, you know, on the engineering side, it's kind of it's like making it sound uh, feeling to the ear, and that kind of takes like the art side out of it. But kind of like it'd be interesting to kind of do both things at the same time. Yeah, you know, because you want to make it sound really good. No, I mean, the way you say that, too, it kind of like, at least in my head, it's just like, okay, when you're producing, you're blending all these, you're finding all these different melodies, different beats, you know, you're being more creative with it, right? But then I'm guessing with an audio engineering part, and a bonus being you do both, it's just like you find those beats, and you're kind of cleaning it up in a way, or am I misunderstanding that? No, I mean, it's definitely from, like, not all, like, you know, I, I use a lot of sample, like, mold records and stuff like that, so, you know, there's some, like, cleanup involved there, but it's almost just kind of like, you know, when you, like, turn on a song on the radio or Spotify or whatever, like, it sounds professional, like, clear, crisp, you know, 
at least it does most of the time, but it's kind of like the whole of the whole bearing side of things there. You're just kind of using tools to uh, make it sound good, you know, loud enough, all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, just going back to like how you started in 2012, um, I was just looking at your catalog and it shows music that was released actually just in 2023. So, I mean, there's a difference in those years, but um, it said that you went on a little hiatus back in 2016. Yeah. So, like, what was happening during that time and what made you want to come back into the music scene? Yeah, so, I mean, around that time, I've always had a, like, always in a relationship. I've been for a couple of years, which, you know, I'm married and also been on for all crowds. Um, but, um, you know, I just kind of got secretly involved, um, you know, wanted to spend time with my significant other, you know, and just other things. I was kind of feeling a little like listless, um, kind of had a little bit of writer's blocks, you know, sort of. But I just kind of like fell out of it a little bit, you know, and um, like one of the venues I performed at a lot with the Toad Brown, and I would call like the main center, like the hip hop theme area. Mm -hmm. So there was a while where, you know, there wasn't really much going on. There was some little things here, but I don't like great sort of stuff, but. You know, things just kind of like shut down, so so to speak. So I just kind of like it just happened like slowly over time. You know, I'd be like making beats, so that I'd be writing less, and then I'd be you know not doing anything. Which I so I mean, I'm guessing like you never really gave up on the idea of like having music in your life. It was just kind of a little bit of a setback. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would definitely call it that. Um, you know, and then. I know, like, only 22, like, until uh, that year, you know, obviously, we were still, there was some COVID stuff going on, obviously, um, you know, so I was inside a lot, starting to make more music, starting to want to make music again, you know, I just kind of made my little project and just kind of threw them on my hard drive and I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> and so kind of I'd one uh, did the engineering and heard it and was like, you know, this is actually going to really good, man. Like, why don't you make music anymore? Why don't you release this? And so I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, I like to make that a lot of releasing it. Mm -hmm. So then I just kind of like got the sequester back. You know, I wanted to play shows again. I wanted to release music. You know, I wanted to write all the time, you know. So just kind of those fingers randomly. I mean, long time, like, you know, it was like 2016 to 17, where I was like fully like not making music. And then all of a sudden, to you know, I'm just going like, you know. No, I mean, like, is any of your past music, um, has that been released or is this just all new? So, yeah, I mean, I did have um, two albums that I released. They were 2013 and 14. Um, they're not available anymore. They were released by Bandcamp, but um, it wasn't really like I liked music personally. But like, you know, some of like the subject matter, some of like the language, you know, I was a little angsty. Like some things didn't like age well, you know. So I just kind of thought, you know, I want to have a clean slate and just kind of like rebuild, you know. So I just, you know, I still have those records. That wasn't been around a while to get, you know, because like you know, like what I sounded like, but um. As far as that goes, you know, I just kind of wanted to like, you know what, this is me now. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. And if anything, I see where you're coming from on that, especially with like the growth in your music, like looking back, you know, kind of reflecting in a way of like, okay, this is how my flow was. This is the, how the beats were. Like, how do I improve and whatnot, right? 
Yeah, that's not true too. Yeah. But I mean, just talking about the music that has been released, um, at least your first album or EP, Lotus Eater. Yeah, so that's my first um, after coming back. Yeah, so that one uh, was September 23. That was the one I like, was sitting that away for like a year. And, you know, had not do anything. Got you. And I mean, I see what you're talking about, like on subject matters, just because um, the track that I was listening to was Balance Shift. And so right there, you're talking about the theological obstacles engraved in the opticals of profits seeing dollar seeking dollar bills right so now i mean you're it doesn't seem like you're one to shy away in your lyrics right you're very open on how you feel about what's going on around you so when you created this song because with my idea of the song i'm guessing it's mostly about like the government the police and theology but how did you create the song Yes, I mean, it's kind of um, something that, you know, gather, um, you know, I've just had a, I just kind of throw all my head for like, just kind of get in the mind and I just kind of, you know, think about something almost kind of like, uh, like I don't know, an idea, you know, and have a particular song that's just kind of like centered on the like disdain of how, you know, theology kind of, you know, it can bring people together, but they can do it under, um, you know, the defenders that aren't always, you know, um, outboard, I guess I would say. And, you know, I'm just, I wouldn't say I'm anti-religious, but I'm just, you know, I'm anti-organized a lot of things. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just kind of like uh, came from a frustration of just we are with you know politics where we are as like a country how like divided we are like how things are driven by money and capitalism you know i'm like no that stuff is really that important to me you know like sure i would love to have a ton of money but i don't think it would make me any happy you know you have to make yourself happy you know so yeah. that was kind of like the inspiration up there anyway. no i get that and i mean listening to it like it's not like you're only saying um, religion or any kind of religion is corrupt, but you kind of blend the two together. Um, there is one line talking about Trump being a Judas, which I thought was funny too. <laughs> you know, like it's, I guess, like not only do I enjoy your lyrics just because of what you talk about, but the creative way that you do decide to express yourself. Um, like, you're welcome. But like another song is uh, William Zero. You know, and that one, um, this could be a little simp of me, but the line that I enjoyed the most was, you'll never hear me be anything that isn't meant to be. Now, why I enjoy that is just because you're not afraid to speak your truth in a way. You know, you're not letting anyone kind of stomp on you, limit you. You're very open and you, whoever listens, listens, right? So when you and Volume Zero, um, that wasn't on the same album or EP. That was on a different one, right? So that was a year apart, or no? So that um, EP is made up of a few singles from a bunch that I have to read up uh, in. Um, but yeah, that one came out uh... November twenty three. Okay, so like you have 
just those are just two songs, you know, and then your late, latest drop, um, Sir Alone Until Dawn, which was your latest release, right? So I'm guessing these are kind of leading up to a project that's coming up soon, something like that, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So I have um, my project. It's going to be like the first full life that down since, you know, I did music and um, but it's called Five the Daytime and it's going to come out February 29th. So I'm sure one until dawn and the four stars EP, though, they're like the single. Okay, that's cool. That's just this month. So that should be exciting for you. Yeah, and I mean, you actually have the experience, too, when it comes to performing. Like, um, I saw that you performed for a 20th anniversary with Mom Deep. Is that right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was actually, like, kind of, like, my first, like, real show, you know, or opportunity that I got in, like, the uh, realm. Um, but, yeah, I made contact with um, someone who was looking you know, when I was in a hardcore band, and, you know, he's like, I figured out kind of what's up. And, you know, so I'll go to another, like, on that show. It was pretty awesome. You know, I, I ended up opening. It was, like, pretty damn scary. But <laughs> <laughs> I by myself on stage. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, the place was packed. I mean, obviously, they're a big draw, even though it was, you know, years after they were even doing anything. But, um, but yeah. So, I mean, with that being, you know, a first performance by yourself now, you talked about it being a little bit scary, but what was probably the most exciting part for you? Um, just kind of being able to just get up on stage and, you know, just do my thing, you know, that's quite something I love most about it. Like, I love writing, I love the music, I love all that, but actually like getting to go off the stage, forms, or after whoever's in the room, you know, like I've performed for like, 15 people I performed for like closer to 100. It doesn't really matter. Like, you know, just as, as long as I'm up there doing my thing. Well, when people listen to your music, like, what do you hope they get from listening to it? Like, besides it being like a banger, besides it being something they could cruise around to, like, what are you kind of aiming for? Yeah, I mean, honestly, for naked. Um, which I, I do that, to be honest with you, because, like, I don't really make bangers. I'm sure you probably realize <laughs> the beat might be, like, really tight or, you know, it might sound a certain way and it might make it pop your head or it does, but it's not like, you know, I'm not making, like, Travis Scott music or like, anything like that, but it's like, but, so when I'm making it, I'm not really, I know, I'm never even thought of that because I mostly just do it for me mm-hmm. and just do it because I want to perform and I want to have stuff out there. But I guess, I don't know, I just, I guess um, for some people to sort of like maybe relate to what I'm saying or, you know, maybe get something from it, you know, in their own lives and maybe they can reflect on, you know, what I'm saying. You know, and that's kind of, I think, the best I could say for that. Yeah. No, I mean, which makes sense. And, I only asked that just because, like, as I was listening to it, it's the reason why I enjoyed it is just because it was like a pair of fresh eyes, you know, like a different perspective on like how we see the world on what's happening expressed into music. You know what I mean? So, like, um, just those two songs that you were talking about, but then not only your lyrics, the beats that were produced onto that song, like, I also enjoyed. Um, just because it seemed like a jazzy type of vibe and then you go into your lyrics and you're just like 
Oh, okay. This is different. Yeah. So have you always, like, being a bassist, like, have you always enjoyed, like, instrumentals? Or is that just something you really got into as you were creating, like, your music? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. It was something that, like, being like, hey, oh, you know, um, I never, well, for a big fan of it, you know, I was like, what I mean, I can appreciate it, obviously, but, um, yeah. you know, when it comes to that, I just kind of was like, you know what, I make music, I, I play bass, like, I can figure this out myself. You know, I can, I can make a beat that sounds good. It's probably just what I told myself when I was first starting, you know, I just kind of, took it from there you know i just don't like to wait on other people i don't want to wait for them to make me a beat or have to buy a beat or like you know i would never want to have to do that so. yeah especially when you like have the tools that you can create something yourself you would rather work on that right yeah absolutely and so when it comes to like your sound like i'm sure growing up at least taking those first steps into music like there were maybe artists that you listened to that kind of not shape your music but kind of gave you an idea would you say that yeah yeah definitely i mean when i was younger it was like you know i listened to a lot of tool it was a lot of like you know like uh um me like stuff like that you know and um that's kind of like always the like mind shit i have with music that type of music what it sounded like i was super into it you know so i listened to a lot of eminem back in the day i listened to you know, whatever was on the radio or like grand pop. Like I didn't start like diving into like super like underground hip hop and well, you know, I started making it myself and I was like, wow, there's stuff out there that doesn't get like nearly as much attention, but it's more of like what I want to listen to, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that's more lyrical, maybe a little more poetic, a little more open, a little less like, you know, derogatory and stuff like you know, like I swear and I massive, but you keep derogatory and you know, like and I just can't stand that in music. So I got over 10 to like vibe with, you know, I'm not a big fan of like trap and stuff. Like, long and then a year, something or no, on a bar, you know, they go like Travis Masson or like thing like Bundy or something like that. But I just, I can't get into it. Like, on an artistic level, you know, I feel that. I mean, um, are you, this is random, but are you into like superheroes or anime or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, big anime fan. You know, like superhero stuff, yeah, somewhat. Like, I would dig into like the MCU and stuff like that before it got like very repetitive. Yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, um, have you watched, um, I'm just going to touch back on this, but like, have you watched Naruto? Naruto? I've seen a point of it. Okay. I've seen a little bit of shit. I'm like, never really like kept up with it, you know? Well, what's your favorite anime? Favorite anime, probably, I would say, uh, Death Note. Death Note. Ooh, okay. We see more of your dark side right there. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super into Death Note. Okay. Well, the reason why I was just asking that is just because, um, I wanted to ask you who would be at least your top three that you would like to team up with in the music industry? Um, I think that I would like to team up with just like in general. I mean, would probably never happen on that field, but yeah, my my favorite artist, um, right now, right now, would be it's uh, Lucid, Arvin Hammer. Um, 
and you know, probably like Dwight like Eagle. I just said a lot of like the whole underground hip hop. But I mean, those three would be like my top, you know, choices if I were to ever get to like full career to work with them. You know, like dreams. Uh, that's just that's the answer to that. I mean, that's not a problem. I just wanted to go into that, like. If you worked with those artists, would you like to be more of a lyricist? Would you like to be more of a producer? Like, what do you see yourself doing? Um, just, you know, just collaborate on a, on a rap track, you know, do like a cipher, just get a verse on a song like that, something like that, you know. I would love so. So, when it comes to like collaborating with artists, because you have collaborated, like, what's how how do you make that happen like are they all in the new york area or so i mean so sort of right now um i kind of started like like i know people i just did the media parts around uh you know rather stuff like that i i have one person i collaborate with local like uh, of mine, um, yeah i mean as far as it goes it's just kind of like someone i grew up with making music for years so you know that's kind of like what's kept us friends this whole time you know and we went years without talking and then you know we're, we're making music together next thing you know um that's funny you know the people online you know like we hear each other stuff we like it you know with them beats back and forth and you know just work on a song you know put up with an idea a concept or you know put it together now when you guys collaborate like is that something do you guys have to have like the same vision of like what type of beat you want to create it over or how you want to express like your lyrics or does one person come in with that and the other just works with it? Um, so, I mean, with uh, the person I collab with around here, um, you know, plays like all the instruments, like synth, guitar, drums, bass, pretty much everything. And, you know, so he just hooks up instrumentals and I'm like, this bass is, oh, I like this and I like that one. Um, you know, when we have time, we'll sit down together, we'll open up, you know, like logic or, you know, grab an instrument, you know, what we come up with is on the spot, just kind of improvising. Um, you know, so that's kind of the approach there. And then with people I've been online, um, and I have a uh, song with, um, an artist named Mike Peck that's going to come out on my album at the end of the month. And we kind of ran into him on Instagram, so I could send him a message. Yeah, would you want to jump on this song? And then I threw in the beat. He sent back the song, and I was like, "Holy crap!" He he like listen to my verse, and it just sounds like his verse is just natural fit part of the song. Who took up for that? I'm like, there's like tons of people out there that aren't gonna have like a similar vibe to me, you know, that I can work with. So just kind of like trying to get my feet wet in that. Like I was saying before, I'm very like insular, like in house, but. You know, when you collaborate with other people, it's an opportunity to get something new or go into like going for why I'm trying to do that a little more. You know? So as an artist right now, would you say I mean you're you're releasing music, you're back to releasing music. But if there was one thing that's holding you back from being like your full potential at this moment, like what would you say that is? I mean, as far as like my full potential of that, I mean, I, I guess I would just say myself at that point, you know, because like hip hop is such like an ego driven, very like insular, like um, fun art, you know, it's all about, you know, what do I write? Like, um, 
what I want to write? How is it going to sound? Is it going to make me look? How is it going to make me feel? All this type of uh, stuff there. You know, so like when it comes to that, you know, I just kind of just think about how I want that to look. And then just like try and uh, bring it to life, you know what I mean? And if that makes it my potential, that's awesome. If not, you know, I'm still, still love what I'm making. You know, so, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I miss another thing as well. I'm sorry, family. So I think mean, music is definitely like less of a career and more of like a hobby that I put a lot of time into that I do have, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Got you. I mean, like with, I've never been to New York. Um, but with the culture you have in the city, um, probably music communities that you uh, have there, like, would you say they're more influential or maybe even just supportive that you can have, like, someone to lean on in a way? Yeah, sort of. I mean, it's definitely, like, you know, it's when you're supposed to, like, getting back into things, it's kind of awful, like, way down there. Um, but, you know, once you do, you know, you can set, Booking gigs, you know, it might not always be opening for like a big national act, you know, but either way, you know, there's decent room for a good amount of people. And, um, um, you know, and as far as that goes, it's just who you meet. I, you know, you gotta shake hands with the right people, you know, these promoters. And, um, you know, so in a sense of like something to lean on, it's more of just like how like accessing like the network. You know, and you mentioned like the city. I mean, I'm, I'm from upstate. I mean, Albany is the state capital, but it's nothing like the actual like <laughs> New York City. But a surprising amount of local music of all different kinds. So it's definitely like a good place where if you know, if you live, you're gonna, you know, you'll be able to find people that vibe with you or are interested in, you know, taking you into their way and you know, giving you a show. That's cool. That's very cool. Now, I mean, when it comes to your music, like, let's just say you meet someone who hasn't even listened to your music yet. And what song would you recommend to them that they should listen to first? Mm-hmm. Great question. I have one I haven't considered, but uh, if I had to pick right now, um, I'd probably say um, Albatross or um, the EP that you heard of all you hear on. And um, that one in particular, just because um, it just showcases, you know, a lot of the lyrics, um, a lot of like subject matter that I got into frequently, like some of the more political stuff um, and like the beat itself. It's just some of those pretty sample beats, like kind of like jazzy, a little bit abstract sorry, beat. So this is kind of like, you know, one of my newer songs, it's very representative of kind of like what I'm making now. Oh, okay. So we can take note of that if no one has listened to you to check that song out. But you were talking about upcoming releases just within this month. Now, is that just going to be um, another single and then the full on release, or how are we going to see this coming? Yeah. So um, it's going to be on uh, February 29th. Uh, it's going to be the full album. It's just going uh, to be out. You know, there's 13 tracks, four of them have already been released as singles. Uh, so you already see a whole album. Sweet. And then after the 29th, I'm guessing, but are you going to be performing or are you looking up performances? Yeah, so I do have um, something booked right now. It's um, a little bit later. It's uh, on 420, actually. 
and um, there's a venue up here in Albany, uh, Empire Underground, and um, it's like a 350 cap uh, venue, but it's going to be a hardcore hip-hop uh, mix show on the show. We have like, the electronic vendors, you know, like cannabis vendors, all that good stuff. Um, but I'm super excited, you know, because I have tons of time to get my set list. And, you know, I have new songs I'm working on that I'm on the set list. So, yeah, yeah and it's kind of a... Uh, uh, just waiting for that to come and yeah i might like to score that uh, yeah we'll have to think. yeah no definitely i mean just to say up to date with music that's going to be released um performances coming up like where's the best place people can follow you at yeah so it's going to be uh, on instagram at uh, the Ogwan rat and um you know from there my link tree or get my website all my music everything is accessible sweet and other than that um that's it for this podcast but again thank you for being down i enjoyed talking to you and i'm excited to see what else happens for you yeah of course thank you so much for having me it was super like to meet you and i'll be on the pod if you like this episode don't forget to follow or subscribe for future episodes and don't forget you can follow us on instagram facebook youtube at culture chords Thanks for listening. Till next time.